What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities. CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. I'm the dad. I'm Chris Lynn. I'm the daughter. And I've been kidnapped. And I mean, I'm the mom. <laughs> Your name, dear? Laura. There we go. And together we are... Family Plot. And I'm not sure if this has been uh, totally included now. Because we're not saying she's a dad guest anymore. She's supposed to be part of the podcast. You heard it here first. I hear, heard it here first, so. <laughs> All right, kids. We've got an amazing show for you, seeing as this is going to drop New Year's Eve. This is going to be our special New Year's Eve party. Yay! Uh, Listen to this bef like way before the countdown starts, and once the countdown starts, the podcast should end. Do some calculating right there. <laughs> Okay, I hadn't planned for that. That's going to take some crack timing on my part when I edit this tomorrow. Thanks. Thanks for... I was talking about That's it. Right. That's right. So now Dean has to make sure that he sets this up so it's exactly a specific time so that you guys can use it as part of your countdown. Thank you, Crystal. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> That's okay. That's okay. That's okay. So, what do we got going for New Year's Eve? Monkeys. <laughs> Among other things. 
What, what I've got is a bunch of weird news stories. We're, 2020 was a weird year from presidents trying to hijack presidential elections to uh, all sorts of crazy, crazy. <laughs> Donald Trump, we're looking at you. Just, 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 just. This is not a political podcast. The point is, lots of shenanigans have gone on in 2020. And they're not just talking about in this show. <laughs> so, I've got a list. We're going to discuss some of these shenanigans. And we're just generally going to have a good time. We're not going to worry about how long it is, how short it is. We're just going to do this show. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you behave. That's not any fun. I thought you wanted me here to keep things interesting. You keep things interesting, all right. <laughs> all righty. So, let's get to it, shall we? Let's start with the first thing. This Monkeys? year, a star, no, a star went missing. A star went missing? And We've I'm been counting stars. And I'm not talking about a celebrity. I'm talking about an actual heavenly star. Uh, what? For nearly two decades, astronomers studied a star in a galaxy 75 million light years away. Recently, they looked at the latest observations and realized they couldn't find it anymore. It's just gone. Maybe it's been gone for, you know, 65 million light years, and they're just now catching up. It is possible. Uh, what they do think is it could be the first instance of a star collapsing into a black hole without first exploding into a supernova. What is a supernova? A supernova is what happens when a star explodes. So it's like, supposed to go, whoosh! Oh, I was confused on what it looked like. Or what what it looked like while it was happening. Because I've never seen one. Nobody has other than scientists, and even then they don't look at it directly as I understand it. Well, it wouldn't be, would it? it I don't think it would be good for you. I can't imagine it would be good for any part of you. That sounds like an awful lot of force. Well, also, then, you know, there's the whole point of uh, if it didn't go supernova, it just collapsed into a black hole. And if it just collapsed into a black hole, Neil deGrasse Tyson, who is a very cool MFer, if you want my honest opinion, that guy gave a description of what happens to you if you go into a black hole. And one of the things he talks about is spaghettification. Like your body literally becomes like spaghetti. It's just one long tube. Hopefully you're dead before this happens, because otherwise your arms are going to be rather longer than you'd like them to be. And the only person who does well with that is like Mr. Fantastic. <laughs> so, and I'm not talking about you this time, honey. <laughs> gee, dear. Thank you. <laughs> now, in January, here's something. Here's something that's that's cool. Is this the monkeys? This is not the monkey. We're going to get to the monkey, but we're not at the monkey yet. 
I'm waiting. <laughs> He's okay, Mom. In January, people in the states of Colorado and Nebraska began to report mysterious drones in the sky. They're apparently as big as cars, and they're flying in grid patterns in the night sky. Are you sure that's not monkeys? I'm pretty sure that's not monkeys. <laughs> no, that does not sound like monkeys. Okay. Sounds like we're still on the topic of stars and stuff. Yes. Um, maybe. Like little aliens, maybe? What? <laughs> not monkeys yet, Mom! I didn't say monkeys, I said little aliens. He no. said he said that they were drones. Well, just because they're seeing things and they think that they're drones, it doesn't mean it couldn't be being flown by little aliens. Okay, one, they 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 could drive. Two, um, this is a PG thirteen podcast. We don't talk about little aliens blowing any. Just don't. <laughs> okay, you know what? You're the one who made you, that that way. That was that was not okay. That yeah, you're. I agree. It wasn't okay. Why'd you bring it up? Why'd you bring it up first? He she brought be, it up first. He should be ashamed of himself. I'm sorry. I apologized to Santa last week. I gotta apologize to all the listeners this week. He's naughty. <laughs> not me. <laughs> I'm as innocent as the day is long. Don't you dare go with that. Uh-uh. No. <laughs> so, now, since you're so interested, let's get to the monkeys. Oh, the monkeys! The thieving monkeys. Yes. In a place called Uttar Pradesh, in one of its largest government hospitals, a monkey attacked a lab technician, snatched vials containing blood samples from three coronavirus patients, and escaped. Naughty, naughty monkey. A video of the incident, which occurred in May, shows the monkey sitting atop a tree with the samples it stole. Now, I have questions. I have questions. Question number one. Why is a monkey with you while you're you're doing the COVID sample. Maybe they were testing the COVID on the monkey. Maybe that's why he took it. He didn't want COVID. <laughs> two. Well, maybe he did want COVID. <laughs> I guess you'd have to if you took the blood samples. Two. Even if you're going to inject it into the monkey, why can't you put the monkey in a cage? A monkey in a cage can't steal nothing. Well, I mean, he can, but where's he going to go? Because he's in the cage. But obviously, even though this person may have been a very bright scientific mind, they weren't very clever when it came to outsmarting a monkey. That, that's probably true. Okay, so how'd they get the monkey down? I don't know. I didn't look that Question far. three. Okay, if you're gonna you report get back? news about monkeys, you have to find out how the story ends. Because now, people are going to be tossing and turning in their beds wondering about the monkey tonight. Well, okay. tomorrow night, because okay. you have to edit. Okay, you can go 
on YouTube and see this monkey in a tree with its stolen COVID sample. Okay. You can do that. It broke down a window, stole those. It's okay, people. Don't worry about it. I got you. I'm going to find out what happened with the monkey. Go ahead. Go ahead. You are not going to find out what happened to that monkey. (laughs) I might. You can try. What? It's called description. Happened to the COVID monkey. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I saw it. It probably got murdered by government officials to reclaim the COVID blood samples. Because, you know, a monkey running around with blood samples. They don't kill monkeys. They they could. They could. They don't kill monkeys. We're nice to monkeys. You don't. (laughs) Why are you so mean? Are you gonna lose your? Are you gonna lose your mind if I find out what happened to the monkey? No, I'm not. But I, I, sub, I seriously doubt that there's any follow up on the story. I looked, so if you find follow up, good, more power to you. But I did the research. We search. Yes, go we search. So, Krista, what? while your mom is looking up what happens to monkeys that steal COVID. What's your fact of the week? Oh, it's about uh, New New Year's. Okay, you have facts about New Year's? Uh, yeah. Okay, well, let's play the sound effect. (laughs) And here are your facts of the week. Oh, okay. 45% of Americans make New Year's resolutions. You didn't even say what the facts were about this year. Yes, you did. New Year's. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. I was busy doing monkey research. Go ahead. Yes, I know you're doing monkey research, which is why I turned to the Krista to have her do her weird facts to buy you time to do monkey research. Okay, I'm listening. 45% of Americans make New Year's resolutions. I resolve to stop doing New Year's resolutions. Not those resolutions, you dork. Be sure to eat leafy greens on New Year's. Why? Because leafy greens are good for you. Don't most people eat caviar on New Year's? Isn't that the, the, the thing? That's not what I found! Okay. Well, well, tell me, what did you find? Aggressive much? She's very aggressive. Because I thought you guys would be like, hmm, maybe this year we'll just eat uh, cabbage for dinner. Mm. <laughs> no, because your mom does not like cabbage water. <laughs> she complains about it. It's cabbage water. <laughs> I just, I don't know. Then why do you complain about it? Uh, You know what? You're telling us facts, right? I'm busy doing monkey research. Do (laughs) do your thing. (laughs) Sometimes I... That's what I'm here for! Asking questions! Okay, you're right. So, okay, so cabbage water is just cabbage and water. It's not necessarily that I'm complaining about it. I just feel like you can do more exciting things with cabbage and water and other things. Even though, you know... Noelle seems to like cabbage and water, but, you know, we as people probably want some other things in there. 
you were saying. Oh, okay. Okay. Thank you! <clears throat> Anyways, the first Times Square New Year's party was thrown for a newspaper. Now, Would what newspaper this is? I have no idea. I didn't do the extra research. I don't know why. I'm cuckoo! Y'all, I gotta work with these people on doing their research. I'm sorry. I've apparently been not doing a good job with my mommy in. <laughs> what I thought I would bring my phone, but it ended up that I wasn't smart enough to bring my phone in here with me, so... You're very smart. Don't say things like that. Yep, exactly. So what year was this that the first... Uh, I feel like it, it was somewhere in the 19s. Okay, 1930s, 1940s, do we know? 1990s, I believe. The 1990s? Yeah. Because I specifically remember... No, it was way farther back than that, baby. I, I, I specifically remember, like, there I being... think it was back in the, like, 1930s or something. Or the 1910s or something. I don't know. So, it could be a Hearst paper? Could be, like, the New York Times or something like that? Mm. <laughs> Probably. I mean, because that's where they use the big bulb drop is New York City, right? Uh, yes, but in Miami, Florida, they don't use one of those. They use an orange. They use an orange? Yeah, orange uh, sign. An orange sign? Mm-hmm. It says Mr. Neon. Yeah, in Miami, Florida. For New Year's Eve. Okay. Okay. 2,000 pounds of confetti is also dropped in um, Times Square. 2,000 pounds? That's like an elephant of confetti. That's one ton. Yeah. Uh, Not wonton. One ton. Ooh, wonton. Wontons (laughs) are tasty. (laughs) <laughs> and lots of people have have Chinese food for, for New Year's Eve. Yes. Although, I swear, like, well, black-eyed peas are traditional. Uh-huh. Caviar is traditional to some people, which is weird because fish eggs, mm, kind of gross. Um, there are people who really like them, so. Yeah, Let's especially not be the judging Russian. people. What was the number of that fact? Number four. Okay. Number five is Americans drink drink around three three hundred sixty million glasses of sparkling wine on New Year's. Wow, it's a lot of wine. I imagine that they must be very careful. That. Well, it's not one person drinking every all the million glasses. Okay, okay, but still. Okay, so. Back to the monkeys. Back to the monkeys? Yeah, because it wasn't just one monkey. Apparently, it was a troop of monkeys. Why is there a troop of monkeys in your lab stealing COVID samples? The incident happened on Thursday when a lab assistant working with the COVID-19 facility at the hospital was carrying blood samples due for testing. I would have known the that monkeys attacked the lab assistant and stole the sample box with the three samples. Why are and there monkeys in your hospital? They climbed up the tree 
and they chewed on the samples. However, it does say that the medical superintendent confirmed to CNN that no individual came into contact with the samples and that hospital authorities have sanitized the area and disposed of the samples snatched by the monkeys. They probably also disposed of the monkeys. One, you know, I'm not sure about that, but at least now we know what happened to the monkeys in the samples. No, we you don't. Can, can, they... They cleaned up the samples. They don't say what happened to the monkeys. They say they caught the monkeys. That was what I just said. You yeah. They caught the monkeys. They caught the monkeys. They got the samples. What did they do with the monkeys after they caught them? That's Put not them our concern. We don't live in India. I would have known this. I would have watched CNN daily. Okay, so we found out about COVID and monkeys. What else happened this year? Well, one of my favorite stories from this year oh was the murder hornets. The murder uh, hornets. Now, I'll be honest. I was kind of with Patton Oswalt, who's one of my favorite comics. I love Patton a lot. But I was kind of with Patton Oswalt in that um, I thought the murder hornets got canceled because they mentioned them. And then they didn't mention them again for a long time. Because everybody was quarantined and nobody saw them. And so, <laughs> Pat Oswalt mean, suggested that maybe they got canceled because the CGI was too expensive. Possibly. Or it was just a meme that somebody created because, you know, teenagers are weird. <laughs> but... What happened, in fact, is that uh, an invasive predatory insect, dubbed the murder hornet, uh, turned up in Washington near the Canadian border, uh, sparking panic. Uh, an Asian hornet can sting you multiple times mm -hmm. and deliver larger doses of ven venom just because of their size. Um, How big are And they? they don't lose their sting. Well, you, you can see one in this picture here. They're... they're Good size. They're yay. I don't like that. And they I don't, don't like lose their stinger when they sting you. <clears throat> so they're not like bees, sir. They're not like bees. No, no, no. And what, uh, what the thought is, is that uh, most people can survive one or two stings. Can't you, like, cut the venom off or something? I don't know. I don't know. I do know that they got very worried uh, about tracking them down before they went into their slaughter phase. Because apparently what happens with these things is they build a nest and they watch it for a while. And then they decide, uh, stuff is happening in the nest. We need to make sure there's nothing around here that's going to mess with it. And so then they go in their slaughter phase where they sting everything for miles trying to kill it and keep it away from the nest. No, thank you. And they found it just before it found them just before they went into that phase, apparently. Okay. Oh, well, yeah. Well, birds and bees, jeez, that's not okay. <laughs> now, something else that happened this year mm. accidental invasions are not unheard of. But they remain uncommon. In a minor misunderstanding, the Polish military recently invaded 
and briefly occupied territory in the Czech Republic and stopped locals from entering a church in their own country. Now, I got this from NPR. Uh, The misunderstanding was cleared up and the Polish army retreated. Well, that's good, I think. Yeah, I just, I kind of wonder about the... the Logistics of that? Not even the logistics, but the, the etiquette of that. Like, hey... Sorry I, we invaded your country, we got to go now. Yeah, like, like people going, um, you're not in Poland. <laughs> we aren't? Really? They, oh, well. They're good. What was it that Bugs Bunny used to say? I took a wrong turn at... Albuquerque. Albuquerque. I knew I should have taken that left point at Albuquerque. That was... They took a wrong... I should have um, taken the left at Albuquerque. That left yep. turn at Albuquerque. Okay, so fortunately, Poland was saved. Yes, fortunately, Poland was saved. Like I said, I still wonder about the etiquette of that. Like, do you do you have to deliver a clear apology with a bullhorn? What's the deal? I don't know. Surely, uh, Hallmark makes a card for that. <laughs> now, another cool thing that happened this year is the United States Department of Defense uh, released three short videos showing unidentified aerial phenomena. In short, UFOs. Um, Now, this was in April, April 27th. They said the videos were taken by Navy pilots in 2004 and 2005 and had been circulating on the Internet since they were leaked in 2007 and 2017. What I honestly think is this is the beginning of disclosure. Okay. Disclosure, meaning that the government is going to release a lot of information that it has on USOs, UFOs and USOs, and that they've been keeping away from the, the American public. Because if they're releasing these videos, I, I honestly think that it's coming to the point where they're just going to let it all go and let us know. That would be awesome. I think you're putting way too much into that. What do you mean? Well, I just, I don't see them going, hey, <laughs> here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think they put a little bit of a, maybe a little bit of a twist to it. Possibly. But I just think this is the first big steps of disclosure. I don't know how long it's going to take, but I think over the next 10 years, they're going to give us more and more facts about UFOs and maybe whoever's piloting them, depending on what they know. Um, I think I'll still be alive. Yeah. Yeah, I'll, I'll definitely still be alive. By I was going to say, you know something we don't? Oh, you know. I mean, I don't. You're but... 11. In 10 years, you'll be 21. I hope I'm still no, I'm probably, I'm most likely still going to be alive by when I'm 21. <laughs> you know, unless you, like, overdrink it on your birthday party, let's hope you don't do that. I'm no, not, don't. I, you're I'm, not allowed to do that. I'm never going to drink. Okay. It's bad for health. Well, okay, so... So UFOs are real. We didn't say that. We We can't say that, but certainly it says something that the DOD is releasing these videos, and even if they release them without comment, it's still, 
you're acknowledging that they were encountered by pilots. And pilots are some of the best observers you can get. They're trained observers, mm. like police officers or soldiers. Okay. Got it. So that is definitely an interesting phenomenon. True enough. Now, something else that happened this year is we went crazy with the monoliths. All the monoliths. They found one, a metal monolith. They found one in Utah. And then that one was taken down. And then they found them all over the world, different places. These metal monoliths had just been set up. And the guys at Astonishing Legends did a take on it, and they really dug into it. And basically, it's not as cool as it seems when you first think, hey, these strange metal monoliths are appearing in out-of-the-way places. Because then you think, ooh, it's aliens. Uh, somebody please insert the picture of the guy with the weird hair from ancient aliens. Anyway, neither here nor there. So that's what... But, turns out, it's just, it's not, it's not that. It, there's fairly mundane explanation for it, and... Mm, I don't know. What? What? I mean, it could be anything in this day and age. It could be a bunch of toddlers with really big erectosets. I don't think so, because the one in Utah got taken down by four men. Well, maybe they were really big toddlers. Okay. Um, I don't have a response to that. So, we're just going to go to Spreaker and hear a word from our sponsors, because it's right about now, time. right now, I just, I don't even know what My to say. My brain hurts. He can't. He can't even with me. <laughs> Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay. Hey. And we're back. Let's let's ignore the weirdness going on in here and talk about but something. You're still here and talking. <laughs> there was a there was a time when he'd appreciate me calling him weird. Apparently, today is not that time. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go to our next story, shall we? <laughs> sure. What's the next story, honey? I love you. Yeah. 
I, I can tell by all the abuse. <laughs> this is an abuse. This is abuse. Maybe to your mind. Okay, what's the next story, honey? Next story is an Idaho man named David Rush who has broken more than 150 Guinness records to promote STEM education. Well, you know. Broke one more this year. Mm-hmm. He captured his latest title by throwing 52 nuts in the air and catching them in a can attached to his head. And that wow, was it's like it's like that like landing game in real life, like you know when stuff is falling falling out of the sky and you have to catch them in a basket or something. Mm -hmm. Now he completed fifty two catches in one minute, which breaks the previous record of thirty eight catches. But in my mind, he kind of cheated because he taped the can to his head. Okay. Well, would you be able to balance a bucket on your head with everything in it? It wasn't a bucket. It was a can. A can for nuts. Okay. It's even harder. Still. Because it's smaller. Yeah. And I'm sorry, you don't get to tape it to the top of your head. You get to hold it. You can hold it, throw, hold, throw, hold, throw. You don't get to tape it. I think taping it shows... It adds a, a level of stability that wasn't there for the last guy. I think you have unreasonable expectations. Yeah. Even in COVID. I don't care. I just want everybody to do I, it fairly. I mean, I know people are all people are all staying at home and stuff and have time to kill, but geez. Can what I is wrong with me wanting some accountability? About catching nuts in a can? <laughs> if you're going to say, hey, we have a record for catching nuts in a can on top of your head, then you need to lay out rules. Because okay, and apparently that was part of the rules. You can tape the can to your head. I'd like to see you do it. Okay, okay, but if you... <laughs> listen, it's not like he, like, wax-taped it onto his head. If that, if that happened, the can couldn't have fallen off. You know what? Since it was taped, it could have fallen off. See, Krista's sticking up for the guy with the guy on nuts. Krista is a little nuts. <laughs> Thanks, I appreciate that. That's part of what I'm working on for my drama club act. You have a drama club? No! Let's figure her speech. Oh. So... Let's talk about Shauna Roberts. And I may be mispronouncing her name because it's actually spelled S-H-A-U-N-A-G-H. -H. I think that's still Shauna, but I could be wrong. I don't know. Okay. I will see Rude Rita. If, if... What'd Shauna do? Well, she was making Christmas dinner, and she was surprised to see a face staring back at her from a Brussels sprout. Mm, that's kind of scary. She thought it was the face of Jesus. Whoa, you know. Whoa. Although she admits it might also, it, it does also look a little like Johnny Depp. Having seen this thing, I think it looks like Einstein or Ozzy Osbourne. Mixed together. Could be. Don't know. Mm -hmm. Anyway, 
She saw this. She didn't have the heart to cook it, so she stuck it in a corner cupboard. You know, in the corner of a cupboard. And then a couple of days after he stopped looking like, like Moses. Stopped looking like Jesus because it was starting to rot. Yeah, she put it in the green recycling bin. Short shrift for Brussels sprout Jesus. This from... Aren't you the one who wants a dashboard Jesus? Or am no. I confused? No, because it's a song that I used to hear on Dr. Demento. And I just remember the line, I don't care if it rains or freezes as long as I have my plastic Jesus glued to the dashboard of my car. Okay. That does not sound catchy whatsoever. Well, it's, it, uh, Dr. Demento didn't specialize in catchy songs. He specialized in weird songs. So there. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So. You do you. So. This, this is why I don't eat Brussels sprouts. What? Because you might eat Jesus's face? Or Johnny Depp's face? Or Einstein's face? Or. Whatever. Yeah. How about just their Brussels sprouts? I don't eat Brussels sprouts because they taste like Brussels sprouts. Oh, you know. Unless you cook them with onions and bake them in a lot of butter. Okay, then. I don't like onions. Now. They're enemies. Let's go to California, shall we? Oh, yes, please. It's Missouri. California. Hospital workers in California used a handheld Doppler device to check the pulse of a 65-year-old man who recently had both hips replaced. Why? I don't know. Part of a checkup? I'm not sure. Don't you usually just use two fingers? Or I, one of those little clippy things? I, I don't know go, why they... Beep, 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 and then show up the numbers. I don't know why they used a Doppler device. But, as they were checking his pulse, what they got that would surprise them was music. Yeah, I think this is BS. Now, they tested the device on other patients. Didn't get music. Just with this guy. So, they concluded that... It was his phone. It was ringing. (laughs) No, they actually concluded that his prosthetic hips were picking up a radio station. You know, you would think in 2020 that prosthetic hips would finally be picking up, like, internet. Oh my god. (laughs) How would you play a phone in your stomach? What? Well, that's just it, Krista. You don't. Look, this has happened for decades. Yeah. Decades that people... That's that's what I'm saying. If if you would think in 2020 that, you know, you'd pick up Wi-Fi in your hips, not... uh, Radio waves. <laughs> well, the song they, that that his hips were playing was "Gracias por tu amor" by Banda El Ricodo de Cruz Lizarraga. So I have no idea who that is. I don't know what that is, but that was somebody's ringtone. They're playing with you. <laughs> they got to be messing with somebody. They're trying to like promo that song or something. I told for you. Reals. I told you. <laughs> I told you. It's either I'm a gummy bear or <laughs> you might be a gummy bear. You're awful sweet. <laughs> well, here's the thing about it being this this Latin song, okay? A lot of areas have 
tiny Latin station. Um, right. Especially in California. Because... You, oh, yeah, yeah I, I got it. I lived in California. I I smell what you're stepping in. It would, this would have been a way better story if it had been something like live in La Vida Loca or something. <laughs> Especially in the hips. <laughs> Yeah, you know. Drop the mic's old. I want to spice things up a little bit. All right, you heard it from her. Animators, where you where you are. She just dropped her phone instead of dropping the mic. Now, uh, the My Pillow guy made headlines this week this year, but I found a better one. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Lady by the name of Madeline Robertson was recently granted a patent for a pillow with a foam hand sewn onto it. See, this is creepy to me. It's creepy to me, too. I don't like this. She explains that the hand, or she refers to it as a tactile object, provides tactile sensory feedback to the user designed to comfort the user. That's creepy. Yes, I agree. I don't want some disembodied hand hanging up. It's like sleeping with Thing from the Adams Family. I just, I... Uh, uh, uh. We'll get you a pillow, Krista. What do you say? You can sleep next to it and the hand will touch your face. How about we how not about, do how that? How about not do that? And just wait until I get a body pillow that I can snuggle. <laughs> it's better than a hand touching your face. I can't go there because we're PG-11. <laughs> All the creepy. <laughs> Are you calling They're me creepy. creepy? Um, okay. Yeah, so... They're calling me creepy, guys. I'm not calling anybody creepy. I'm saying the hand is creepy. Mm. Makes sense. So, let's... Let's skip the hand and go to Please. UK and Germany. Mm-hmm. Scientists from the UK and Germany recreated a cry from beyond the grave. The muffled moan of a 3,000-year-old ancient Egyptian mummy. Now, how? (laughs) Yeah, yeah, me too. Well, here's how, okay? Uh, They had uh, a body. They they had uh, a a mummy from... uh, a tomb in Karnak in Thebes, which is now Luxor, um, and he was a deceased priest. His larynx and throat remained intact over the centuries, thanks to the mummification process. So they x-rayed it and used 3D printing to recreate a copy of the soft tissues of his vocal tract. And then they just put air through it to make a sound, which they describe as sounding like an old-fashioned cow toy. So, what kind of whacked out Frankenstein crap is that? I don't know, nor do I understand why. You know, <sighs> oh, we've got his, we've got his voice box. We can make him talk. Let's see if we can make him moo like a cow. <laughs> I don't get it. Why would you do that? I don't get it either. 
Yeah, there you are, folks. That's 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 what people were doing during quarantine this year. Not making moves. Not necessarily, because here's the thing. Um, In Australia, a researcher got a worm tipsy on vodka and bounced it around for a while. And see, I still say I don't understand this because having people been getting drunk off of worms out of tequila for years, where are we going to start getting worms drunk in the vodka? Well, this gentleman... uh, the vodka. (laughs) This gentleman is up for an Ig Nobel Prize. Uh, which is a spoof of the illustrious Nobel Prizes, which are awarded every year for research that makes people laugh and then think. Now, uh, the researcher's name is Dr. Ivan Maximov. Uh, and this study had a more right serious after, side. Really, right after you said Maximov, I thought of maximum potential. That is the only words that I thought of. Okay. So, Ivan... He was investigating the role of sound waves in the brain. He chose to work with worms as their their nerves share similarities with mammals, and they can be easily anesthetized using vodka. As How do we I. know that they're anesthetized, though? I mean, they're worms. Not like you can say, hey, can you feel this? Can you feel this? How bad does this hurt? Does this hurt? Gook. I mean, how do you tell when a worm's had a little too much? (laughs) When it starts listening to country music. Seriously. (laughs) We're tired, Kristen. Now, he then took the worms to his garden shed because, you know, it was COVID-19, lockdown and all that. And then he put them on a subwoofer and turned it on, and so they would go bounce, 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 which essentially is like putting a drunk in a nightclub. It's not going to end well. Okay, so drunk worms. Drunk worms. Drunk worms. Twenty twenty in the drunk worms. Even monkeys. Even monkeys. Little freaky, freaky hand pillows. Freaky hand pillows. Uh, let's talk about boobs. Excuse me. But actually, actually, okay. (laughs) Actually, a specific set of boobs. Um, In April, uh, doctors reported the strange tale of a 30 year old Canadian woman whose silicon breast implant saved her life as she was shot in the chest at close range. I think I've heard of similar things happening to that before. But that must have been some serious silicon. Well, here's the thing. She noticed that she had heat and pain in her chest and then noticed she was bleeding, so she went to the hospital. She didn't notice she'd been shot. Likely story. Okay. But the bullet, it had hit the implant, which had deflected its course. It prevented it from piercing her heart, and it saved her life. It completely flipped the breast implant upside down, but it spared her life. Okay, so it just flipped it? It didn't, like, leak out and go flat? (laughs) I didn't dig into it that much to find out. 
I was, I'm uh, taking over the research on this podcast. I got to, man. He doesn't go in and dig into any of this stuff. Don't worry. We have all I'll of these questions and and no digging going on. I'll di- I'll... How are we supposed to cover up the bodies if you ain't digging up the truth? Well, <gasps> now reviewing previous cases, they found just four recorded incidents of breast implants deflecting bullets, two of which saved their owners' lives. There you go, folks. So if you're in a high gun traffic area, might want to consider breast implants. Uh, that's, I guess that's what this fact is telling us. Preferably Hevlar. Now here is one I'm of my favorite... I'm not sure that they put that in breasts, but, you know, it might be something to look into. <laughs> Here is one of my favorite stories of 2020. Okay, what's your favorite story? TikTok, as you know, was huge this year. I've heard some things about it, yep. Well, in January, uh, a 2013 study that showed mouse testicles have taste receptor cells resurfaced and found an appreciative audience among YouTubers and TikTok teens. Uh, what the internet idiots did was whipped out their their happy boys and dunked them in soy sauce. And many claimed that they could actually taste the soy sauce with their scrotal sack. But that's the problem. It's impossible. Because the mice... You're bothering your daughter. Uh, See, TikTok isn't even that bad until you get to the bad side of it. This is the bad side of it. Well, the mice, they didn't have taste receptors in their scrotal sac. It was actually in their testicles, which are inside the scrotal sac. Okay, but we didn't... And nobody knows why they're there. They they did figure out that if they remove the taste receptors, it makes the mice infertile. Maybe they're not really taste receptors. I don't Maybe know what I'm they are. I don't care. Comfortable now. <laughs> you need to change to a different story because now our eleven-year-old that we keep this podcast PG eleven for is uncomfortable. I am uncomfy. Well. We will. We'll we'll get there, but it's just, we got, the next one is even more fun. Krista will love it. Pretty sure I'm going to hate it. And then I'm going to cry. I'm not actually going to try to cry. Don't make her cry. I'm not going to make her cry. I think I'm going to make her smile. Is it about bunnies? It is not about bunnies. Because Team Bunny likes the bunnies. This is not about bunnies. It's actually about Donald Trump and an AI. That's boring. Wait till we get there. I'm telling you, you you'll like it. But long story short, even if may, even if human men have taste receptors on their testicles, unless you are cutting your your sack open to remove them. Okay, okay, we got it. No, don't be sticking your boy parts in nothing tasty. That's all we got to say. Moving on. Okay. So, 
As we all know, wow, Trump's speeches are like silicone unique. <laughs> <laughs> yes, the speeches are unique. Well, there was an AI called Margaret that was tasked with analyzing the speech patterns of the president. Mm-hmm. Now, she was a database uh, that at first they, they loaded into every speech, every interview, uh, and his social media outpourings since 1976 into this poor AI. More than 13 million words. So Margaret was the number one fan of the president. No. Because when Margaret attempted to make sense of a short section of speech commemorating the anniversary of the Battle of the Coral Sea, she crashed almost immediately, according to her creator. Oh. Well, Margaret had issues. Now, the the guy that created Margaret said that she crashed because she was trying to punctuate the speech as if it was in English rather than in Trumpish. This doesn't make me fun. And he actually had to reprogram her and unteach her English to make any progress. I see. So, wait, there's a difference between Trumpish and English? No. There's not supposed to be. Let's put it that way. Mm. Now, the magazine I found this in Mm. uh, had a great line at the end, and I'm going to borrow it. Mm. Borrow. And that is, uh, rumors that the AI actively chose to end its life rather than spend any more time listening to Trump are completely unsubstantiated. And Marianne from Gilligan's Island died today. That is sad. That is very sad. She, she died of COVID-19 she at passed age 82. I miss Marianne already. Me too. It's okay. I give hugs just to make y'all it's feel okay. better. So, here's a fun one. Researchers in the Antarctic figured out that penguin poo releases laughing gas. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> Here we go back to the nasty things. Not as bad, but nasty. Well, I mean, so if you're in the Antarctic and something strikes you as funny, maybe you should check your shoes. (laughs) And then we're going to the Antarctic. Well, a Danish scientist, Professor Bo Eberling, was working on greenhouse gas research in Antarctica, surrounded by penguin droppings, and and his team... laughing. And his team began to have a laughing fit. And it's because they were inhaling nitrous oxide from the penguin poop. Nice. Uh, it's emitted mostly because the, the bird's diet consists mainly of fish and krill, which are high in nitrogen. Uh, once the penguins have done their business, uh, soil bacteria convert the nitrogen into nitrous oxide, turning penguin poo into. Laughing gas. Laughing gas. So, you know, you uh, you now officially cannot say that penguin poop is no laughing matter. <laughs> I've never said that in my life, but I never thought of it this way. 
Now, in Australia. Mm. Australia. This year, probably because of COVID and they didn't have much else to do, they learned that several of their native critters glow under UV light. What? Yeah. So... Uh, I told you you were you losing the lottery of animals, people. The platypus, which is pretty weird anyway, they they noticed that the, the platypus growed a green-blue under a black light. Okay. Wow, it's like Perry the platypus. Mm-hmm. And then like after it. the scientists found out, a Queensland zoologist uh, began photographing not only them, but other animals. The next one was a brown bandicoot, and it grow, glows sort of a odd brown under a UV light. Okay, so so far we've got a cartoon character and a video game character next. Well, they 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 found that uh, wombats, bilbies, and echidnas specimens all glow under black lights. Uh, that and then recently they also discovered that Tasmanian devils, and we're back to cartoons, emit a ghostly blue light. This is awesome. This is awesome. Now nobody's sure why they glow so much, and whether it's just Aussie animals. They're connecting with their fictitious relatives. Yeah, I feel like it's a thing. Finally, the anime boys are coming alive. Now, that's not the only thing the Australians found out. Uh, Uh Uh-oh. The Australians found out that a local species in Australia that is referred to as the Mad Hatterpillar. (laughs) (laughs) Mad Hatterpillar? The Mad Hatterpillar. Uh Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. It's an Aussie species that it molts. It molts multiple times in its life, and from 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 molt number four, the the molted part of its head it keeps that like on top of its head, like a hat. Yeah, but it continues to do it over the next several moltings. So, so it gets a bigger and bigger right. hat. So it's like ten of these former heads on its head. So it has like a giant Dr. Seuss hat. It's cat in the hat. It's a caterpillar in a hatterpillar. <laughs> now, uh, here's the thing. These things are... are a pest species. Uh, they do serious damage to eucalyptus trees. But it is at least kind of interesting that of all the th- critters in nature, they wear their former heads as hats. That's that's definitely something. I didn't even know you knew our language. Wow, you're wearing hats too. They're just like, ooh, this is helpful. Now, also in 2020, NASA released a perfume. Perfume? Yes. Space? Called Space. Otis Space, actually. Oh. I didn't know I would get it right. And it's supposed to smell like space. Interesting. 
Wow, it'd be perfect for my episode. Just wear it while you're listening to the uh, episode that I did the uh, and space what is, facts on. And not sure which episode. What does space smell like? Well, according to NASA's research, fried steak, hot metal, and welding a motorbike. Yummy. Ew. I would never want to wear that. It's something. Now, the company also launched a perfume that captures the scent of the moon, which apparently smells of spent gunpowder. And that brand is called Eau de Luna. I don't think I'm buying either of these. Nope. Can't say can't say if either one smells good to me. Hmm. <laughs> Man died from eating licorice in 2020. Oh, yeah. Well, we all put on them COVID pounds. Fun fact. I actually had uh, licorice at taffy today. It was the grossest thing I have tasted since 2019. Well, here's the thing. 50-year-old American man uh, checked into the hospital after following a heart attack and a loss of consciousness. Doctors were initially mystified because there were no signs of heart problems in his medical records. But then they noticed two things. He had low levels of potassium in his body and an unusually unhealthy diet, eating several packets of licorice lollipops daily. Uh, they, then they learned he'd recently switched from eating red licorice to black as his snack of choice. Uh, black licorice contains glycerizic acid, which can change potassium levels in the body, disrupt vital electrolytes, and increase levels of stress hormones, which in this man's case led to serious heart problems and kidney failure. Who likes black licorice? Who likes that that guy? Dad. Dad. Yeah, I like black licorice. I hate it. We're sorry. Yeah, we're sorry you got Brad used to like it, so... Well, okay, so may your father rest in peace. That doesn't necessarily mean that we think that's... Anything that anyone here wants to eat? Yeah, no. Ew. Now, here's something that's cool. Something lives on Venus. Scientists recently discovered phosphine in the atmosphere of Venus. Now, phosphine is a toxic gas which is emitted by bacteria on Earth that by bacteria that don't require oxygen to live. Uh, they live in marshes and swamps, places where they don't get oxygen, so they don't need it to live. Uh, so phosphine is a sign of living things. Now, considering Venus is around 800 degrees with an atmosphere mostly comprised of sulfuric acid, uh, most scientists believe the conditions are too hard to sustain life. But the presence of so- phosphine in the atmosphere suggests otherwise. Mm, okay. Einstein was right. About so many things, but specifically in this case, uh, in a study published in Astronomy and Astrophysics on April 16th, 2020, scientists at the Max Planck Institute for Extraterrestrial Physics confirmed Einstein's theory of relativity. Using the European Southern Observatory's very large telescope, researchers observed for the first time a star orbiting the supermassive black hole at the center of our galaxy in the shape of a rosette. Whereas Isaac Newton's theory of gravity would have the star rotating like an ellipse, 
project lead Reinhard Genzel said Einstein's general relativity predicts that bound orbits of one object around another are not closed, but process forwards in planes of motion, just as the star demonstrated. That was really smart. Maybe a little too smart. For my brain to handle it, it was too smart. <laughs> Where's the most, this? I thought you said this was a party. Sometimes y'all make me sad. <laughs> You know what? This is more of an episode for people who need to understand things. Like, this is not for boo-boo brain time, like, dance party time. This is, like, okay, straight up. All right, so there were monkeys. Mm -hmm. There were boobs. Mm -hmm. There there was other things. Sorry, Krista. There, <laughs> there was freaky pillows. Uh-huh. And stars that... That Einstein would have liked. Oh, uh... Give us something good! Okay. Dean Browning is a Pennsylvania Republican. Uh, he's a white guy. What does that have to do with the price of tea in... in... Nantucket? We're getting there. Okay. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. So, now, he... Dan, Dean Browning posted something on Twitter. And later down in the replies, he reposted a, plot, a reply to it that said, I'm a black guy. And I can personally say that Obama did nothing for me. My life only changed a little bit, and it was for the worse. Everything is so much better under Trump, though. I feel respected, which I never do when Democrats are involved. Okay. Now, Dean Browning, as I said, is a white Pennsylvania Republican, not a black guy. Okay. So a lot of people suggested that Browning forgot to switch to an alt account before tweeting. Uh, using a sock puppet account. Now, Twitter users, given this, went and dug and found a Dean, a frequent Dean Browning reply guy named Dan Purdy. Now, Dean Dan Purdy was uh, a lot of people were like, "Okay, this is actually Dean Dean Browning." Okay. Well, guy who goes by the handle of at fart. And that most people refer to as a Twitter hero. That sounds like a real stinker to me, but... <laughs> discovered that the Dan Purdy account used to go under a number of different names, including Pat Riarchi and White Goodman. Again, like I said, a stinker. 
Now, Dan Purdy uh, account posted a video starring what appeared to be a black gay man uh, attempting to corroborate Browning's story that a black gay guy's message had come from Dan Purdy. But that's when someone figured out that the guy that everybody thought was Dan Purdy was actually Patty LaBelle's nephew, William Holt. Okay. And this is why social media gets a bad name, my friends, because he he said, they said, we want to know they did this and dug that and went here and went up and down and around and underneath and through the briar patch. And somehow we ended up with this story. And that's why social media gets all the hate. It makes me a lot sad. Well, now Wikipedia is going to make you a little sad. Okay. Because... Probably a lot sad. Well, here... Earlier this year, a Reddit user named Ultac discovered that almost the entirety of the Scottish-language Wikipedia articles had been written by a single user that didn't seem to speak Scottish. See, I, you know, and again, I just... Mm. The, the articles were written in a bad Monty Python-style Scottish accent. Long story short... A teenager was found to have written most of the articles. An American teenager. Okay, well, you know what? Then he was just a gifted, or very not gifted writer. But, I mean, it's Wikipedia. We kind of all know that that could be written by anybody. Right. And there's so much that has gone down. Uh, I mean, all you had to do is look at Rudy Giuliani who his last few, few months, and there's... A ton of bad news stories there. Long story short, it's been a weird year. Okay. We have learned many weird things, so let's all hope for a better 2021. Yes. Right. Pray to your gods about 2021. Yeah. So, we're hoping... Uh-oh, she's getting the stink eye. We are hoping that everyone has a better 2021. We are hoping that everyone has a better 2021. We are also hoping that you follow us this year as well. These first six months have been amazing. I cannot thank you enough for listening to us and being part of our lives, part of our show. Um, The important bits, uh, just to say goodbyes and say the appropriate stuff. Thanks, as always, to Bill Barrent, who does our theme song. Uh, yeah, thank you. Uh, Bill Barrent. There you go. Also want to say uh, thanks to anybody who has donated to us this year. And if you would like to continue to do so, you can go on Buy Me a Coffee. You can also go on our Patreon account and donate to Team Podcast or Team Bunny. Yeah, the bunny's expensive to feed, y'all. You gotta hook us up. Yeah, we had... Yeah. Soon, I'm gonna make Crystalline do, like, a bunny photo shoot and Instagram out some pictures on the real Crystalline Williams. Is that... Yeah, that's Yes, that is Krista's Instagram. It's real Crystalline. Yeah, so if you want to see new real pictures of my bunny and stuff, yeah, yeah, you can go there. 
You can also see me on Instagram at BoogeymanKC. You can find us on Twitter at Plot underscore Family. You can find us on Facebook at our Facebook group, uh, Family Plot Facebook group. And please feel free to join us there. We, we, we've got so many people in that group, and it's so much fun. I love hanging out in there. Uh, let's see, in addition to that, you can also find us on Twitter, as I said, and... You can also uh, check out my YouTube channel. I only have one video posted right now. If you like yes. Billie Eilish, that's for that's for you. Random Reactor. Find Krista on Random Reactor. So, that is the end of our show. For now. Uh, feel free to join us next week when we will get to talk about Betty and Barney Hill. Nice! I don't know anything about Betty and Barney Hill. I'm going to have to do some me. more research. You don't know who Betty and Barney Hill are? I don't. <laughs> they are... I don't know that. They are the first modern people to have been abducted. They're actually quite oh, famous. Okay, now I'm I'm catching up. Slowly but shortly. Yeah. So, yes, that will be next week is Betty and Barney Hill. Uh, that will be our first show of 2021. Thanks we again hope for... to see you there, too. Yep, we hope to see you there. Thanks for listening. Thanks for being a part of the show. Thanks for everything, guys. You are amazing. And hey, uh, if you're looking for something to do while you're waiting for us to drop our next episode, might I suggest you wander over to YouTube and look for something called Relics and Rarities. Something that me and Laura have been watching, and uh, it's a live, uh, actual play D and D, sort of with some semi quasi with quasi celebrities, including Deborah Ann Wool, who was Karen Page from Daredevil. Speaking of Daredevil, one of the episodes, Charlie Cox, Daredevil himself, makes an appearance playing an Irish seaman. We really enjoy it, and, and we like to share things that we enjoy with people who listen to the podcast. So give it a try and let us know what you think. Yes. That is our show. Thank you very much. We'll see you next week. Bye. <laughs> Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.